um, for another day, thanking him for his goodness and his mercy and his kindness. Um, and if you haven't thanked him, uh, it's never too late to just give him praise and it's never too late to just count your blessings and reminisce on how grateful you should be for all that God has done. And, and then it's never too late to praise God for what he's getting ready to do. Amen. As you focus on the things above. Um, we got Bible study. Y'all had a lot of homework to do today. I, I know that was a ton of work. I think we didn't scared a lot, a lot of folks off, uh, uh, cause it was so much, but, uh, um, we want to, the Bible says study to show thyself approved. So we want to make sure uh, we know the word so we can talk the word, amen. And make sure we know what we're talking about. So, um, let's rock and roll and everybody else that get on, um, they can catch up. Um, Alana, what was our first, our first question? Uh, who was Joshua in the old Testament? Who was Joshua in the Old Testament? Sister Pat? Yes. We're going to let you take this one. You, okay. <laughs> Actually, Joshua was one of the 12 spies that Moses sent in to spy out the land. You know, I think he was the only one that came back. A couple of them came back with a good report, and everybody else said, we can't handle it. That's too much. They got giants over there and all that. And he also was the, um, the assistant to Moses and later replaced Moses as Israel, as the Israelite, as the Israelites leader. Amen. Oh, amen. He was a prayer warrior too. Amen. Man of God, prayer warrior. Yes. Yes. Servant yes. of the most high. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Uh, the uh, uh, spirit of God, according to Deuteronomy 24.9. Amen. It says he enjoyed the presence of God in Joshua 1.5, which he wrote that book about himself. <laughs> I got this book passed. I've been had about 20 years. It says the men of the Bible and, and all the women of the Bible, their names and what they mean. So I'm cheating. I'm doing an open book quiz. That's all right. That's all right. That's all right. So then, so then Alana, Sister Pat, she answered question one and two. Yes, she did. <laughs> she answered both of them because the second question said, what did Joshua do in the Old Testament? Old Testament. So she answered uh, both of the questions. Um, when the Israelites were on the edge of the promised land, uh, uh, in numbers 13, do, do anyone know what the, what the promised land was, I guess is the question. Come on, sister Pat, you got that book. You got that open book quiz. I know. <laughs> I, I didn't get that wasn't the question, was it? I thought the it wasn't the question. Was the purpose of judges. The, the, the promised land is what God had promised the oh, Israelites. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he brought them out through the wilderness. He promised them land flowing with milk and honey. 
land flow of milk and honey. And so God, as Sister Pat said earlier, God commanded Moses to send out 12 people to spy out the land. One from each of the tribes of Israel. And, 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 and Sister Pat, you, you absolutely correct. Ten of the spies came back. And they reported, they said that the, the people that's there are too big, too tall, too strong. They said God, God made it seem like nobody was there. God made it seem like it was just an empty land, a dry land. And then we go out there and look at the land and there's folks all over the land, bigger and stronger than us. They said we seem... Like grasshoppers, like grasshoppers <laughs> in our own eyes. In our own eyes. And we look the same to them. That's what they said. Mm-hmm. That's what the, that's what that's what 10 of the spies said. Now he sent out, mm-hmm. God told Moses to send out 12. 10 came back saying, Oh no, 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 no. This ain't gonna work. Amen. See, so they became their own worst enemy. They approached the situation with a defeated attitude, even though God had already spoken and said he would give it to them. Now, how many times do you do that? How many times have can you sit and realize that you were your worst enemy? It wasn't the devil, it wasn't your co-workers, it wasn't the people that's trying to bring you down and tear you down and beat you down it was you that was your own worst enemy even though god had promised you victory god had promised you uh deliverance god had promised you healing but you became your own worst enemy and that's the problem with being an overthinker because when you overthink you for you think so much you didn't forgot what god had already told you amen Amen. Your own worst enemy. Now, God had promised them this land, Mm -hmm. but they didn't went to look at the land and saw other brothers on the land. And then now they didn't started to forget what God has already promised them because they overthinking the situation that God has promised them. He would give them victory over. That's right. There's a lot of situations in your life right now that God has promised you. Remember, you were born victorious. You were born this way. So God has already promised you victory. But because you are are your own worst enemy, because we overthink, we overanalyze, we try to figure out uh, uh, this and that, and then we forget what God has already promised us. That's right. We didn't forget. See, so they forgot. They read the report, but they forgot the report that God had gave them. How many times have you forgotten the report that God gave you? Man is giving you a report. Oh, you can't. This sickness is going to take you. This illness is going to kill you. Man is giving you a report. You can't do this. You won't be able to come this. But then you forget the report that God has given you. And the report that God has given you is you are victorious. You were born victorious. You were born this way. Greater is he that is me that's in the world. Amen. So 10 of them came back scared, shaking in their boots. But two came back and said, hold up. Y'all forgot what God said? We got this. Right. Only two 
Out of the 12 believed God, the rest all had excuses. Caleb and Joshua saw God instead of giants. They saw victory instead of defeat. Yeah, you got some giants situations in your life, but do you see God over those giants? Ooh, Lord. That just tickled me. Ouch. I like that. I wish a minister would tell me that. Do you see the God over your giants? Yeah, we all we got some giant situations, humongous situations, gigantic situations. But can you see God over those situations? Can you see victory over those situations? That's what Joshua saw. So Joshua and Caleb believed in what? They believed in the promises of God. They were not intimidated by the size of the warriors. Rather, they knew that their God and remembered how he had dealt with them in Egypt, the most powerful nation on earth at the time. So again, that's why it's very, very, very important that from time to time, you reminisce about what God has already brought you through, brought you out of. Because sometimes you get amnesia, you get dementia about what God has already done. And now now last week he blessed you. He delivered you. Two weeks later, you in another gigantic situation. Now you depressed. Now you all overwhelmed and frustrated, walking around in circles, cussing and just overthinking and overanalyzing. Even though it was just two weeks ago, God had already delivered you. But if you can just shut up and sit down and stop thinking for a moment and focus on what God has already done, then you can have peace that passive understanding. That was good. Amen. That See that? Good. That's all they did. They just remembered what God had already done. They said, well, if he mm-hmm. can, if he can drown Pharaoh, he can take care of these fools too. Right. That's it. That's it. He said, they said if God can take care of the mighty Egyptian army, he could certainly take care of the various Canaanite tribes. And so this is what I like, Alana. Because of their faith, God rewarded Joshua and Caleb by sparing them from the entire generation of Israelites that would perish in the wilderness. Do you know that? Take a moment. Take a moment. I don't know. I I hope you got a pencil or a pen. Take a moment and write down this. See, because of their lack of because of their lack of faith, the other generation never got to make it to the promised land because they didn't believe in God. Okay, but Jacob and Joshua and Caleb got to receive what God had promised them because they believed in what God could do. See, don't miss out on your promised land because of your lack of faith. Oh, amen. You know, everybody, the, the, the church got everybody believing that God is going to bless you no matter what. No, your faith is what blesses you. That's right. Your faith, you don't get blessed because he's, he didn't, if you read it in numbers, he didn't bless them because of how much money they put in the offering basket. He didn't blessed them because they could hit a high note in the choir. Jake, Caleb and Joshua got blessed because they believed in God. Amen. So he said, I'm going to send the rest of y'all back in the wilderness, but you two I will spare because you believed in me. 
two million. Man. Yeah, out of two million, only two believe. Same thing going on now. Mm-hmm. Amen. Their faith got them to the power. Even Moses missed out. Right. Aaron missed out. But Joshua right. and Caleb, Caleb. believed mm -hmm. in what God had said, what God had promised. They believed. Now, all of us, we always believe in other people, other humans. I'm, I promise I'm going to do this. I promise I'm going to do that. I promise I'm going to take care of that. We put faith in those who look like us instead of the faith in the God that cannot lie. Jesus. Don't miss out on your promised land. That's why a lot of us don't have our, the things we've been praying for. It's not because God hasn't heard you. It's because of your lack of faith. Right. You don't, you don't get everything. No, your faith will bless you. So I guess the next question would be, whose report will you believe? Because the devil is a liar. Will you believe his report? Or will you believe that victory is coming? That's God. God said victory is coming. God said you are more than a conqueror. God said you are victorious and you were born that way. Whose report are you going to believe? Are you going to believe the report of what the world says, what your enemy says, what your body's telling you, what the doctor says, what family and friends are saying, what your situation says? Or are you going to believe the report and what your God Almighty said? He says you are victorious. And, I, and because you are victorious, I promise you this land. Amen. Amen. Yeah, he said, hey, you are the head and not the tail. You are beloved and not beneath. What you going to believe? We got a lot of us believing we are the tail, so we act like the tail a lot or the ass or donkey depending on how uh, religious you are a lot of us believe we are beneath so we act beneath but that is not what god has ordained in you that is not what god has created you to be he said you are above you are the head whose report are you gonna believe so thank you joshua thank you caleb they taught us a lot in that, that faith. They believe God's report. Yeah, what they saw was, wow, this is, I can't believe. Hold on, God didn't say this. We, we, well, but they say, you know what? We ain't worried about it because God said everything gonna be all right. God said, this is our land. See, you gotta tell yourself, God said, this is my healing. God said, this is my job. See, when, see, 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 when Alana's car get pulled up in the driveway, the devil gonna try to come and say, no, Alana, this ain't your car, blah, 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 blah. Alana Amen. gonna have to take the keys out that devil's head and say, God said, this is my car. Okay, Amen. he said, I'm the head and not to tell amen see you amen. got to know what god has promised you and you got to stand on those promises don't get shaky when the going gets tough stand amen, amen. and so because they stand they got blessed amen i don't know i don't know about anybody on here today i want what god has promised me amen. i want it Everybody want what God has promised them, but they're not willing to stand. 
We talked about Amen. resiliency yesterday. Amen. Resiliency is not about how strong you can throw a punch, how long you can run. Resiliency is can you stand? Can you stand on the promises of God? See, Joshua and Caleb showed resiliency when everybody else ran back and said, oh, no, it's over. Let's go back to where we came from. Joshua and Caleb said, no, we're going to stand and we're going to wait on God and wait on what he's promised us. Amen. And so they received it. What's question three, Alana? Next question is, what is the main purpose of the book of Judges? Ooh, the book of Judges. All right. Sister Pat? I think, well, I, I found some stuff that it just to show the, the uh, consequences of religious unfaithfulness and to point the way to a king who, if righteous, righteousness would lead to the people of God. I think I wrote it down right. That's right. Okay. And then I think the last thing, and that God will not allow sin to go unpunished. That's a scary thought for me. Amen. Amen. Um, the book of Judges shows, and Sister Pat said this, how God allows his people to suffer consequences for being unfaithful to him. Woo! Do you hear that? Your lack of faith has consequences. Yes. And so in those days, in Judges, and I don't know if a lot of people know this, in Judges, there was no king of Israel. In Judges, <clears throat> excuse me. There was not. Everybody was, 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 was supposed to do, was knowing what to do, and they were uh, 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 doing right in their own eyes. And so after the death of Joshua, because when Joshua was, took over command, Joshua led the Israelites, he led the people to the promised land. And so because of his faith, but after he passed away, the Israelites, they went back to serving Baal. And so God allowed the Israelites to suffer the consequences of worshiping false gods. That's what happened in Judges. So again, how many times have you told God, God, have you delivered me? God, have you blessed me? I promise I won't do it no more. And then as soon as he delivered you, you went back to doing what you said you would promise not to do. That's what they did. And so this time God took his hands off of them and let them suffer the consequences of worshiping false gods. The consequences of their unfaithfulness. And it was uh, 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 then as they suffered consequences, as we all do, what did they do? They cried out to God. They cried out. Ain't that what you do when you make bad decisions? When God told you not to give it that man and that man started putting hands on you, what did you do? You cried out to God. Amen. <laughs> he told you not to get with him. You got with him anyway. He was a bum. He was lazy. He was sorry. He was pathetic. And now 
you crying out, oh, Lord, please. <laughs> God told you not to buy that car. You bought it anyway. <laughs> oh, I can hey, afford man. it. <laughs> hey, come on. They let you go from your hey, job, man. which you didn't know, but God knew. Oh, Lord, please. Cried out to God. So they cried out to God. And God helped them. God sent his children judges to lead them to righteousness. That's where judges come from because God sent judges to try to lead his people to righteousness, to try to keep his people on the path of righteousness. So he sent judges. And, 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 and by the time uh, after time after time, they would turn their backs on God and they will live uh, wicked. And so however, uh, keeping his part of his covenant with Abraham, God would save his people from their oppressors throughout a 480 year span of the book of Judges. 480 years, they kept turning their back on God, but because God had made a promise to Abraham, he continued to deliver them. Think about that. What you get from that, that God is a God, is a God of his word. Who gonna put up with that for 480 years? I got a hard to put up with that for 400. Once you cross me in 480 seconds, I got an issue with you. <laughs> <laughs> My God, God said, let me, I'm a, I'm a help. And so the most notable judge was the 12th judge, Sister Pat, and that was Samson. Anybody remember Samson? Oh yes, yeah. He was the he was the most notable judge. Samson was the twelfth judge and the most notable. And and and, and uh, he came and he led the Israelites after a forty year captivity under the rule of the ruthless Philistines. And Samson led God's people to victory over Philistine, uh, where he lost his own life. 20 years as a judge of Israel. So he was the, everybody remember Samson. He was the most notable judge that God sent to deliver his people. The book of judge is a testament to God's faithfulness. Let to you again, we talk about what we talk about. We talk about these hoes ain't loyal. No, people are not loyal. We are not loyal, but God is. God is faithful. Faithful. Even when you unfaithful, He's faithful. Whatever he's promised you, even when you ain't doing right, because he's promised you, God gonna take care of you. And we put all our trust in all these things of flesh who are not faithful, but the one who is faithful, we have a lack of faith and trust. Tell me why. The Bible says in 2 Timothy 2 and 13, it says, even if we are faithless, he remains faithful. That's what the Bible says. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You, you should read that every night. He said, even when we are faithless. So even when you sleeping around with God on God, even when you got a side piece, God is still faithful to you. That's a blessing. Amen. That's a blessing. 
God is still faithful. So you, if you had any questions tonight, if God got your back, if God is going to deliver you, if God is going to make a way. See, sometimes we get so religious. We get so caught, so churchy. We scared that God ain't going to do this and God ain't going to do that because I made this mistake because I used to do this because I used to do that. No, God is a faithful God. He is a God of grace. God got you even when you don't got yourself. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Remind yourself that my, my God is faithful. When everybody else stop answering their phone, when they stop returning your text messages, when they start sending you the voicemail, when they stop answering your emails, remember that God will text you back. God will pick up your phone call and God sends an email back in a second because he's a faithful God. Amen. That was good. Amen. What's our fourth one, Alana? The fourth one is, what is the biblical meaning of Ruth? I have here a friend slash compassionate friend. Okay. I like that. I like that. Amen. Pat, what did you have? I have the same thing. It's a uh, the biblical meaning is friend, friendship, or compassionate friend. Uh, does anyone know the story of Ruth? Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Sister Pat. Well, you know, she there was a famine in her country. I can't, I got to look, but so she went to another country, her and her husband and her boys. And when they got over to this other nation, whatever, husband died, the boys died. But they, the boys had married at that time, too. And so um, she got the sister, daughter-in-laws, and told them, listen, you know, I'm going to go back to my old village or whatever. You go, two of you go back to your own tribe. They weren't, they weren't even people of God. They were kind of like heathen women. But anyway, so she said, you're going back to your families, and then... Um, the one was named, I can think of her name, but I remember Ruth. I mean, uh, but anyway, she told, she told, uh, she told Ruth, she said, um, where you go, I'll go. I'm not going back. The other girl went back. She said, uh, went to her family. And so um, the one said, no, no, I'm going to stick with you, you know, because I think, I think this personally, while she was with Ruth and her husband, she had, you know, fell in love with Jesus, God back then, whatever. Because she said, no, where you go, I'll go. Where you lay, I'll lay. Where you die, I will die. And, and whom you serve, I will serve. Something like that. And um, she said, well, come on. She went on back to the old village and met the love of her life working in the field. I heard a, I heard a sermon way back then when, uh, when Boaz uh, met Ruth, she was working. She wasn't twerking. So she was out there in the middle. Amen. Man. No, and, um, no, she wasn't twerking. She was trying to survive. Amen. Amen. She kept her booty. She kept her booty in her pants. She was trying to. She was trying to eat. Amen. They didn't have no poles back then. They had fields. You see, okay. Amen. But anyway, I Amen. forgot how his sermon ended, but it was good. But anyway, and so anyway, she married. Um, oh, there there was a law back there, in the she had lost all the land, all her whatever her husband had. But there was a law back there. If you had a a, a kinsman, 
you know, relative that you, you know, if he wanted to marry you, then somehow you could get your land back, your property, and all of this. But anyway, um, he ended up marrying Bo- Boaz. And I think Boaz was the father of somebody, anyways, down to the lineage of Jesus Christ. I forgot his grandfather, somebody. You got it, but sister. That, that, that was a friendship that, that okay. most of us don't really have that ends like that. Yes. Sister Pat nailed that. She, 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 yes, she, I'm, I'm not going to even go through, go through that. Um, Ruth, um, Naomi was the young lady who lost her husband and her sons. And Ruth was her Mm daughter-in-law. And uh, 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 um, Ruth told Naomi, I'm going to rock with you. I'm going to roll with you. And so they did do that. And, and so eventually, Ruth, again, because R- there was no pose, Ruth was in the field. She was not trying to, uh, she wasn't popping it like it's hot, dropping it like it's hot. She may have been dropping it like it was hot because it was hot in them fields, but she, mm-hmm. was pu- she was putting in work. And so she mm-hmm. met Boaz. And, and, and her and Boaz got married. And, and, and then... Uh, I like this book because it demonstrates how your obedience can bless you. Mm-hmm. She was obedient and her obedience Amen. introduced her to the, to the man of her life, but not just the man of her life because Boaz was a relative of Naomi's deceased husband. And because right. of that, he was able to take care of her right. as well. And because of that, God, because of her obedience, Ruth was able to be a part of uh, uh, Ruth and Boaz was the great grandparents of David and the ancestor of Jesus. That's right. I was trying to think of it, but you're right. Yep. Because of because of her obedience, because of her resilience, you know, a lot of times we want to throw in the towel. We want to give up when the going gets tough, when it gets a little hot. We want to just pass out. Oh, God. Oh, why? Ooh, me. Uh, 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 uh. The Bible says there's nothing. The Bible says you ain't going through nothing different than what your brothers and sisters are dealing with. Amen. So Ruth and nowhere in the story. If you read the story, she don't whine. She don't complain. She just continues to be resilient, trusting in God to make a way out of no way and not only did he make a way for her but because of her obedience she was able to bless her Mm mother-in-law right obedience so the sovereignty any and does anybody know what sovereignty means the sovereignty of god does anyone whatever definition throw it out Grace, I guess, love. Grace, love. Anybody else? Sovereignty. Somebody Google it real quick. Y'all got, we got all this technology. Somebody Google it. Throw it out. I have your power or authority. Yes. The power and authority of God 
is clearly seen in the story of Ruth. He guided her every step of the way to become his child of God and fulfill his plans for her to become the ancestor of Jesus and the great grandmother of King David. So what, what, what the sovereignty means is, look here, don't matter who's the president, don't matter who's the governor of Arizona, don't matter if it's a Republican or Democrat, the sovereignty of God means that he will make his plan manifest itself. He don't give a John Carl Van Dam who's in office because whoever's in office, it was a part of his plan to be in office and that person will fulfill his purpose. Amen. 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 You know, all these colored folks are scared. Oh, my God. Oh, what are we going to do if so-and-so gets in office? Oh, we're going to lose our voting rights. Oh, no. All you got to do is vote for God. Man cannot save us. Man is the one who's destroying us. God is in control. He got it all worked out. Thank you, Jesus. Man. Sovereignty. He has the authority. <laughs> Ask Pharaoh. Again, we talked about it yesterday. He said, Pharaoh, I've raised you up to destroy you so my people know that I got the power. Amen. So that's also a lesson too to learn. That God will let his people suffer a little while so you can, so the world can see who got the power. Amen. Amen. I like this story. Your obedience will bless you. So this book demonstrates that God responds to his people's cry. And just as Naomi and Ruth trusted him to provide for them, so should you. They trusted God. They trusted God. She wasn't able to slide down the pole. She had to go to the field. But guess what? In the field was her husband. In the field was her blessing. <laughs> Her blessing wasn't in the strip club. Her blessing was in the field. <laughs> Amen. Sometimes that's why you got to be obedient because you you trying to go left and God said go right. But you say, I don't want to go right. If I go right, I got to work. I got to sweat. It's going to get hot. I don't want to do that. But little do you know, that's where your blessing is. That's where your prayer answer is. Amen. Freaking now. She wasn't trying to make it clap. She was just trying to be obedient. Amen. She was just trying to be obedient. We got to be obedient. Royalty ministries. A lot of times, excuse me, a lot of us are not doing what we're supposed to do with what God has placed us on your heart. If God tells you to get on the prayer line, get on there. God tells you to get on health and wellness, get on there. There's some things uh, you have to sacrifice that God wants you to sacrifice for your good and your blessing. Amen. And that's what Ruth did. I'm sure she was in that field. She threw her wig off. She didn't have her wig on. She just had a little, a little shower cap on, but she continued to work. And little did she know, because she was working, God had a man for her, a blessing for her. And not just a broke man, Alana, a man to supply all her needs. That's right. Amen. Amen. He owned the field. Mm-hmm. Yes, he, he owned it. Right. Now, he could have fell in love with any other mother ladies out there, but he fell in love with her. Tell me that ain't God. 
So Alana, you stay, you you stay in the field and watch and, and, and watch God bring you your Boaz. Okay, you just stay in the field. You continue to Amen. you continue to work. Amen. Amen. You continue Amen. to you continue to stay. I, I I don't know where the other ladies at. So I guess this Amen. message wasn't for them. This was for you. You stay <laughs> in the field. You continue to pluck and plow. You continue to dig. You continue to work and watch God introduce you to your Boaz. That's going to provide that car and whatever else he, you need. But make sure he come to service on Sunday. You got to make now that. Amen. Preach. Okay, because if he don't come, you let him know. We're going to have me and Jack and Ash. We're going to come see him. We're going to come see him. What's up, brother? Amen. We're not just going to let Amen. you take our sister and we, we don't see you. Got to patch you down. Um, What's our next one, Alana? Who are the five major prophets I have here? Isaiah, Jeremiah, Limitations, Ezekiel, and Daniel. Mm -hmm. I'm to be studying. Man, she is on it. Um, <laughs> Sister Pat, mm -hmm. why do they call them major? Because there's, there's two. They call them major and minor prophets. Why do they call them major? And why do they call major. the others minor? The major, according to the Bible, are the ones that have the most to say in the in their books. And the minor ones, they're they're like the little short books, a little. But they had a lot to say. But I don't know why they didn't write a whole bunch about them other guys. But major Maybe just means they 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 got more in the book. They yes. the, the their books are larger than the other minor ones. Their books are yes. smaller. His books are smaller. Yes. Yeah. See, mm -hmm. we we think major. We we probably got. Oh man, I want to be a major prophet, not knowing what the hell major prophet is. He just had more to write. Mm -hmm. That don't mean he was a better prophet than the other brothers. That just means his hand got a little more tired. <laughs> so yeah, she's absolutely right. The minor prophets of the Bible are shorter books with more uh, specific content compared to the broader subjects of the major prophets. And so these men were just as significant as the major prophets, despite the title minor. Right. Now, do anyone know who the minor prophets are? So, Alana, next week, this is what we're going to do. We're going to do, we're going to have this question. Who are the minor prophets? Because we're going to cut all, all these other folks that's going to come back next week. We're going to give them even more work. We're going to ask who are the minor prophets. But then we also going to ask them to give us some facts about the minor and the major prophets. That's going to be the question. That's question one and two of next week, Alana. We're going to put them to work. All right, now, Alana, what's the, what's the next question? Who was the first to walk with God? I have here Enoch. Alana is killing it. Amen. Sister Pat, <laughs> she is killing it, man. Yeah, I have this is This is one of Sister bit. Pat's favorite stories. Yeah, I, had, I have Enoch too, but I also did a little more reading and reading and there's some scriptures about, you know, when uh, Adam and Eve walked with God. So I kind of put the three of them, you know, but, but we don't know when, as far as the, 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 
what's it called chronological I put both. I put I put Enoch, Genesis five, twenty four. Then I put um Adam and Eve. Because they walked with God and messed up. But because of scripture that says they was walking with God in the garden of in the in the evening of the day or something like that. I put them both. I don't know. All right, I like that. Um, <clears throat> this is good, Alana. You 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 be studying, baby. I I respected because <laughs> when we think of walk with God, we automatically think of Adam. Because the Bible says Adam walked with God. They were hanging out. They were they were they were they were chilling together, watching football, whatever. Genesis five and Genesis five tells us Enoch walked with God. And Hebrews, uh, I believe Hebrews eleven says uh, Enoch uh, uh, by faith Enoch pleased God. But here's the thing: what Adam did walking with God was different than what Enoch did, which is why Enoch was the first one to walk with God. Because walking with God was not just being in the garden with him, but walking with God. Enoch was the first one to have faith in God. Enoch was the first one to want to please God. Because remember, Adam was too busy trying to get with Eve and eat apples. They... Enoch's testimony of his life and journey of a godly man whose walk in life pleased God. That's why, yeah. that's why Adam got kicked out. He said, you don't got to go home, but you got to get out of here. But Enoch's walk with God was, was, was a righteous walk, was a walk to, to please God. He wanted to serve God. He was in love with God. Mm-hmm. That's why he was the first one to walk with God. The word walk is a biblical expression for fellowship and obedience with God that results in divine favor. Do you know when you walk with God, you get favor? Divine favor. Fellowship with God. Sometimes I just go in my garage and me and God just walk around and talk. I, just, I, 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 talk, about, I talk about how I can help some of y'all. And, and I, I, me and him talk about getting a lot of a car almost every day. I say, man, can you hurry up? Can you make a way? What do I have to do, brother? You taking too long. Fellowship. He had fellowship with God. <laughs> Divine favor. It refers to the manner of a life, a person living and nearest to God. So Enoch walked with God, a walk of dedication and devotion. His walk lived up to his name. Do you know the name Enoch means dedicated? Mm -hmm. That's what his name meant. So he was dedicated. He was the first one because he was dedicated to walk with God, to make God happy. Adam was trying to figure out how he could be like God. And Enoch just wanted to please God. Mm-hmm. Where's your walk with God tonight? <laughs> are you walking with God? Are you walking behind God? Or are you walking ahead of God? 
where's your walk? And if I remember correctly, somebody correct me if I'm wrong, Alana, uh, maybe you got this written down, Sister Pat, but I believe Enoch's walk with God, they said, was over 300 years. Mm -hmm. Okay, we have a hard time walking with God for over 300 seconds. Amen. We start Amen. good on Sunday. Amen. Amen. Glory. Hallelujah. Let Amen. one thing go wrong on Sunday. Now your walk with God. Now you pouting. You sad. You upset. Amen. Your whole spirit didn't change. 300 seconds. This man was walking with God for 300 years. It didn't say he didn't mess up. It didn't say he didn't screw up. It didn't say he was perfect. It just said every time he got up in the morning, his dedication was to put please God. Amen. 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 Where, where's your walk with God at? Are you ahead of God? Are you behind God? Or are you walking with him? Said he was, and then guess what? He was so faithful to God. Guess what? God said, come on with me. They said, in the Bible, it said Enoch just disappeared because God took him to heaven. Right. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. He, they said that he walked with God. He was not. To heaven. He God. Yeah, just took him. He just took him with him. He said, come on, brother, let's go. He said, uh, 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 okay, me? Yeah, come on, man. He said, you've been so faithful. You've been so... And see, and I say that to say, what God is saying is, if you are faithful to me, if you are dedicated to serving me, I'm going to bless you. I'm going to elevate you. See, Enoch got elevated because of his dedication to God. Anybody ready to go from coach, coach to first class? Amen. Anybody ready to go from the pit to the palace? Amen. Amen. And again, what I love about it is it ain't talk about how much money he gave to the offering. It didn't talk about how he can hit those notes in the pool pit. It didn't talk about how good of a deacon he was or how many or how much he go to church. It had nothing to do with that. All it had to do with his dedication to putting a smile on God's face. Come on, church people. Stop it, church people. Y'all better quit lying to these folks, telling them you got to make it to the ABCD conference or God going to be mad at you. You got to give $100 to pastor's anniversary or God going to be mad at you. No, Enoch, it ain't talking about Enoch. Matter of fact, his story is so small, people don't even talk about the brother because all he did was please God. That's all he did. So he was the first to walk with God, not walk with him and how Adam did. He was the first to have fellowship with God, to try to put a smile on God's face. He was dedicated to serving God. A lot of us are dedicated to serving ourselves. Ask yourself to that tonight. Who are you dedicated serving to? It always get quiet when I ask these deep questions. Who are you dedicated to serve? God, man, yeah. woman? Drugs, sex, money. What are you dedicated serving? I like that one. So, yes, Enoch just disappeared. He lived a life of faith. 
It was a life for him. He walked with God. He allowed God to direct his path. That's how he was pleasing to God. And because of his faith, God took Enoch again. He allowed, he allowed God to order his steps. Are you allowing God to order your steps or are you trying to tell God which way you want to go? Don't you hate backseat drivers? Amen. Get on my nerves. If you're going to be in the back and you're trying to tell me to drive, why didn't you get the keys? Amen. I could be chilling. You know my leg hurt. <laughs> so ask yourself, remind yourself that am I God? God am I trying to remember what we talk about? Always trying to tell God what we want. But when we realize that that's not our ass or donkey, we get in trouble. He allowed God to order his steps. Alana, what's the last one? Last one is who is the who in the Bible slept for a long time? I have a B, a B me lech. He falls asleep for 66 years. Ooh, a B me lech. Yes, he did. He fell asleep for 66 years. Sister Pat, you got anything to add on to that? I couldn't find him. I, I, I found him. I just found him just now in this book that I tell you had all his men and, and names of men, but it, it doesn't say nothing about him slipping for 66 years. I, well, there's I, a lot I of... I find that in the Bible that he slept like that. I read, you know, I went through all of, it's, you know... It's in Jeremiah. It's in Jeremiah. He there's a lot of abina leches in the Bible. That was a very yeah, popular name. Bunch of them. It's, that's that's a popular name. He was walking with a fig, uh, figs, and uh, he was in the desert. He was walking with figs, and then he went under the tree with the figs, fell asleep because it was hot, and when he woke up. It was 66 years later, but the figs were still good because of the power of God. So he has a very unique story. Um, and then he uh, 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 met my man. What's my man name? I think his name is Broth or something like that. So he's in Jeremiah dealing with the prophet Jeremiah regarding the wall. Of Jericho. So that's 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 all. That's all. I just figured that would be a unique one because no one ever talks about that brother falling asleep for 66 years and waking up like, hold on, how is these figs still good? This is miraculous. It must be. So then then when he realized who got the power, he cried out to God. Okay. So sometimes God has to put you underneath a tree and put you to sleep <laughs> so you can figure out who got the power. You can figure out, because remember, you can wear yourself out spiritually, emotionally, psychologically, trying to do all that, trying to do all this. And sometimes God has to put you to sleep. A lot of times when I was frustrated and I was having a hard day and when I laid down and I woke up the next day, I said, you know what? Let me give this. Let, let me reach out to God. Mm -hmm. You know, because I don't want to feel this way. Again, let me go and cry out to God. And that's all he did. He just cried out to God after he realized who had the power. But but please don't let it take 66 years for you to figure out God is in control. 
So you said that's in Jeremiah 38? I believe so. I believe it's Jeremiah, Jeremiah 38. Jeremiah 38, verse 7. There you go. She got it. That's I read what all of that, but I didn't see... Oh, you didn't see it in there? It, trees. I mean, figs, but I didn't see no... So, go ahead. I'm yeah. sorry. I don't mean to break. No, you good. You good. You good. I, I, I'll show it to you, Sister Pat. I'll show it to you. But yeah, that's that's where the story is. So don't, 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 don't be asleep spiritually but woke physically and have to take 66 years to realize that you can cry out to god for help that god has the power he's in control amen so do we have any uh any questions comments i know this was a very uh uh, uh hard one to study this was a lot of research a lot of names that you don't really hear a lot in the bible or you don't hear a lot in the church but that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to learn. We're trying to get better. We're trying to add to our, 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 our skill set. Man, it was good. Also, I forgot to tell y'all too, Ruth is one of two women who has a book in the Bible. So, Alana, I think we're going to make that be another question for next week. Who's the second woman? Esther. Esther, Sister Pat got it. Don't ruin it for everybody else, Sister Pat. Anyway, <laughs> Esther, <laughs> she did, she got it. All right, we don't got any questions. Nobody, you can, Sister Pat. Nobody, uh, uh, nothing. We good. We got it. We got, we got Joshua. We understand the story of Joshua, the point of Joshua, having faith in the report yeah. that God has given you. I don't care when somebody gonna somebody gonna tell you something tomorrow that's different. Oh. From the report that God has given you, you don't listen to that report. You listen to the report of God. So many times you go outside, uh, uh, the weatherman says it's going to rain, but the sun is shining and somebody walk past, you're going to tell them, go get your umbrella. The weatherman is says it's going to rain, even though to you, it looked like it's going to be sun. No, no, no. Listen to God. Listen to God's report. Stop listening to man. Man, the, the what, what's that scripture, Sister Pat, where, uh, where I think Jesus is telling them, y'all can't even predict the rain, y'all can't predict the weather, y'all can't do anything. God is in control. Amen. Listen to what God has told you. Stand on the promises of God and you're going to be okay. What are we talking about? Roof. Roof is just about obedience, resiliency, and again, standing on the promises of God. She went to that will she went to that field and because she was obedient that's where her blessings is sometimes your blessing is in a place you don't want to go amen that's right that's right amen that's how god does it amen amen, amen. okay all right uh alana brother dorian is running late he wanted he texted me he would like to switch his meeting to eight o'clock um, okay. if that's okay with 